This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball with MLB insider John Heyman and former major leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. Welcome here to another episode of Big Time Baseball. I'm your host, Tony Gwynn Jr., alongside my co-host, John Heyman. Week 7 of Major League Baseball gets underway starting today and John got a few house cleaning notes to to talk about I'm sure you saw the Pirates get no hit and still find a way to win a game against the Reds yesterday it just seems like the Reds uh it just seems like they are destined to to struggle all season long the poor Reds I mean they find a way (laughs) almost every day it's it's really unreal um we were not expecting this I mean I, I thought they would you know, we know they had the fire sale, but we thought they'd be better than the Pirates and the Orioles and a few other teams. But they are clearly the worst team right now. Yeah, and in, in their defense, they've actually six and four in their last ten games, so they've played better. But this is a this is as tough. I think this is the worst way you could possibly lose a game. Hunter Green goes out, pitches the best at least game of his short career so far. And gives up nothing along with the rest of the, the, the staff. And they still find a way to lose the game. Uh, the other big news, John, is Albert Pujols. I never thought in my lifetime I would ever have said this. But Albert Pujols pitched in a game last night in a blowout win over the Giants last night. That was That was pretty crazy to see. <laughs> well, it was certainly entertaining. So I give the Cardinals credit for uh, entertainment value. I, I thought it was interesting on the broadcast. Uh, they mentioned that uh, the new manager, who's younger than Pujols, and obviously <laughs> yeah. Wainwright and Molina as well, uh, Ali Mormol, uh, is staying in his house. And, um, you know, I think at this point he, he probably had to do whatever Pujols told him to do anyway. But, you know, if you're renting a house and getting a good deal from Pujols, uh, and probably, which is not a slum house. It's probably a fairly no, nice no. house. Uh, I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, you know, you probably have to. You probably have to do whatever he says. And he wanted a pitch, so uh, you know, it, it should be okay. We've seen this happen before. The only time that it really didn't work out was was, 
was uh, when uh, Jose Canseco pitched for the Red Sox and hurt himself. Yeah, but that other was than bad. that, been entertainment, which is good, which is what we're in the business of. Yeah, we definitely are. He also uh, put himself on a on a very short list. Him and Babe Ruth of guys with 600, 600 home runs <laughs> and have pitched in a game. It's uh, he just yeah. continues continues to to go along. Well, uh, let's get Babe into Ruth some. A, Babe Ruth was a little bit better at the pitching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's I think that's safe to say. I think that's better. safe to say. Uh, yeah. Let's get into some real baseball stuff. Sure. Uh, let's start with the National League. Obviously, the Mets are setting the pace in the National League East. However, they did lose their first series of the of the year to the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Mariners hadn't been playing that well coming in, uh, but they take two or three from the Mets. A little bit of eye opening. Yeah, good for the Mariners. I mean, I had them as a playoff team. I'm not feeling too confident about that. I did go to two of those three games, and uh, you know, I, I was very impressed by Kirby, the young pitcher uh, from Rye, yeah. New York. Yeah. Uh, looks very good. In fact, I know that some of the Mets people thought that was going to be the toughest game, and that was the actual game that they they did win. So, you know, baseball, not very predictable. I also ran into Steve Cohn, the owner of the team, and, uh, you know, just making polite conversation. I noted to him this before the game that uh, they'd won every – they had not lost a series yet. And, uh, he, you know, what his answer was? Predictably, he said, uh, I'd like to sweep one one of these days. So <laughs> <laughs> He wants yeah, more. That's what bosses are like, uh, you yeah. know. But yeah. uh, he's been terrific. I mean, he's been a terrific owner for the players. They love him. For the media, obviously, he's out there on Twitter. And uh, certainly, I'm sure that uh, the front office has got to love him, too, with that $290 million. We'll see if he's over that $290 million. That's the magic mark. Some people have him at 291 Some people say 286 But I have a feeling when they get to that trade deadline and they start loading up some more players, uh, they're going to fly past that 290. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to see this roster that's already super talented adding more talent. But you just know by the way Steve Cohen talks, they're going to add talent should they <laughs> if they need to exactly. have to break. The 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 other thing you said you were at two of the three games. Tell me, tell us a little bit about the whole Jesse Winker and his relationship with the oh uh, Mets fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to say this about Mets fans. They're interested. Uh, you know, I, I had even forgotten. This was three years ago when uh, Winker had hit a, had a big home run. He made a nice sliding catch. And uh, I guess the Mets fans were giving him some grief. And he kind of, like, <laughs> gave him a sarcastic wave. Uh, you know, three years ago, they did not forget <laughs> He's getting like the Pete Rose treatment. I mean, we're not talking about Pete Rose here. You know, we're talking about a you know regular guy who did not beat up their shortstop or he didn't take any swing at Lindor as Rose did with Bud Harrelson. You know, uh, it's quite something to see the, the, the amount of booing this poor guy is getting. But you know what? He said he loved it. So um, it's good he's got the personality for he does. it and he give does. him credit. That's uh, – we we need – that's what baseball needs. They need these type of back and forth. And it's within, you know, the boundaries. Nobody's going, you know, beyond it. And it's fun for everybody to kind of to kind of see. Uh, J.C. Winker certainly has the yeah. right mindset for it. Yeah, I'm with uh, you. I, the personality is a great thing. We saw that with that. If you watched the game last night, Harrison Bader mic'd up. Uh, that's a guy with a personality. We yeah, have him on yeah. MLB uh, now. And he's certainly a very confident young man. Uh, he was kind of disputing what Tim Kirchin said that he had uh, said that he, he has the best bling in the game. He said he was the best dressed. He was a it was a minor distinction, but uh, in any case, uh, you know he's out there, and uh, you know he also even said that he's won some Gold Gloves. Now it's time that he win a Silver Slugger. He did mention 
he's got a ways to go before he gets the silver slugger. So he knows where he stands. But I, I like to see that kind of personality, kind of out there guy. I love the confidence. He rightfully so. My man can go. He's, he's in my opinion, the best defensive center fielder in baseball. Wow, because we got he some can, good ones. He, yeah. can, he, he can go get it for sure. Uh, Phillies. Interesting team. They're 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 keeping it at five and a half. They're chasing the Mets right now. All of a sudden, their bats have started to heat up. They did it in a huge way, almost sweeping the the Los Angeles Dodgers in L.A. That's how te- that's how good this Philly team is going right now. But uh, Bryce Harper is not playing outfield. He's probably going to have to be DH the rest of the year. UCL a torn UCL. How are they going to manage this? And you know, I personally don't think this is that. Big a deal as long as you have somebody that can defensively play and write. Because uh, I think it would be a bigger deal if you lost his bat. But seems like he can he can swing pretty fine. I saw him swing the bat very well in that Dodgers series. I mean, how are they going to manage this? Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. The reason he got the $330 million contract is generally because of the bat. Now, he is a pretty decent outfielder, but you, you don't yep, get paid $330 yep. million for that. So that that's clearly where the value is. Uh, with Bryce Harper, but, um, you know, and their hitting is outstanding as we expected it to be. I mean, Castellanos and Schwarber, uh, terrific hitters as well, who they just picked up for a combined $179 million. Harper already has two MVPs, not even 30 years old. I mean, he's been famous since he's 15, and he went from, I think, kind of maybe you could say even at least over-publicized, maybe not overrated. I don't want to say that, but over-publicized. To where he's almost underrated at this point, he leads yeah. the uh, league, tied for the league leading home runs, tied for the league leading doubles. And naturally, if you have if you have those two covered, you lead the league in extra base hits again. So he led the league last year. I mean, he's one of the best hitters in the game. So uh, it's great that he can still hit. Um, however, and and I think Castellanos is okay in the outfield. I don't think he's the worst outfield I've ever seen. But I mean, this team is not good defensively, and to lose. You know, basically one of two or three average or better defenders, I think that's raises a red flag with the Phillies again. I mean, you know, this is a team that's going to have trouble defending. And, um, you know, I mean, obviously Real Muto is very good. But, uh, you know, defensively, uh, they're not going to be good. And I do think their starting pitching is really good. Their hitting is good. They should be better than 500. Right now they're hovering there, uh, but they've been around 500 forever. Uh, it just feels like they're always underachieving. And, um, you know, there's a little pressure on Girardi, I would say, at this point, because uh, they better be over five. With all the money they spent, and well, and they spent it well. Harper's yeah. been really good. Yeah. Wheeler's been good. Castellanos and Schwarber just got there, but they're doing what you'd expect them to do. Um you know, I think there's pressure on Girardi. They they better at least they don't make the playoffs. They better they better get close. And uh, by close, I mean even closer than last year. Yeah, no. Listen, uh, the Philly team is extremely talented defensively. They lack, and it just seems like you know, as you said, the big pieces are all working just fine. It, it seems to be kind of the glue pieces that um, haven't quite come together. It'll be interesting to see if the defense. Um, will cost them in, in a big way. Because certainly, uh, it's, it's interesting. I can't believe that we can even say that. I never thought there would be a time where we would say Bryce Harper is underrated. But he is underrated. <laughs> just, I mean, I, I've I mean, seen him since the time he came into the league. You, couldn't have, you wouldn't have been able to tell me that early on. But I, his value 
He just he's he's become very consistent. You know what you're going to get from Bryce, and I always feel like that's like the ultimate uh, thing a, a team wants. Let's talk a little bit about and you know I, I hate doing the MVP talk here in May, but you know it's kind of what we got to do uh, <laughs> in the American League. I I mean excuse me in the National League. I don't think there is a clo- uh, anybody's close to my man Manny Machado right now. I think he's he would be if there was an MVP right now. He'd be at the top of the list. And listen, Otani's having another phenomenal season. His teammate is also having a good season as well. I mean, how do you see that right now, the MVP talk? Yeah, yeah, first I'll say in the National League, I'm with you. Machado's clearly the leader at this point. He's been the best of anybody in baseball, offensively, defensively, everything. Uh, great story in the Times about I didn't realize he was a, a master chess, chess player. player as well. <laughs> yeah, got Miller some props there. Give him a very nice story. But he's clearly the leader. I will say, I mean, Arenado has turned his game around and is awfully yeah, good this yeah. year. And we talked about Harper as well. Uh, it is interesting that the big names have really come to the fore. I, I do kind of think that the, the deadening of the ball uh, has – Made it so that not everybody's hitting home runs now. And How about that, your John? Great players are are the great players. So How I think that's one of that? the positives. What do you think about that? I, I think that's one of the positives that you know you guys now have roles. Not not your ninth place hitter, who's a, you know a sometimes second baseman, is not going to pop one out opposite way now. You know, it's it's the stars that that teams are going to depend on. Listen. And, uh, I, I, I like it. I think that's a positive. One, one negative that I think people around baseball will say is it's made the Yankees even better because, you know, you got Judge and Stanton, you know, their 450-foot shots are now 425. They still go out, whereas, you know, you have your average player, which is 400. It's now 380. It's an iffy whether it goes out. So that's, I, that's, I think that's the number one reason why the Yankees are so much better than certainly than I thought, but a lot of people. In terms of the Yankees, and we'll get to the, the Yankees here in a sec, it is a piece of that, but let's not forget that Judge and Stanton have been healthy all season long so far. That is also a reason why those two guys, they're swinging the bat so well. Consistent Absolutely. at bats, not in and out of the lineup. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We'll get to the, them in a second, but in terms of the ball, that is that is the thing that I have been watching the most. And it was interesting. I went back and looked at like 2019 which was the last real regular season fans from the start, right? Um, I got to about 40 guys, I believe, uh, of who hit 20 home runs or more. And the list, and that, and the number at that point was 24. I hadn't even gotten into the high 20s at that point. That's how many guys, to your point, about 
you know, not everybody being able to drive the ball to the ballpark. These are back to the baseballs that I think most of us, most of us remember where there was a time where it was power hitters and guys who could, who had that attribute that were doing it, not everybody. And so I think it has leveled the playing field and it has brought a little more value to guys who hit the ball on the line. It's also going to affect how analytics were, were data was brought up, right? Because if the ball has changed that much, the data was based off of a lot, a lot of it recently on, you know, that ball that we were using, you know, and right. it gave Absolutely. a specific exit velocity, a specific launch angle that usually got the ball to ballpark. We're seeing those numbers and balls aren't getting out of the ballpark anymore, John. Yeah, absolutely. It certainly affects everything. And I think it was a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, yeah. it was a, re- a reaction to 2019 where everybody was a home run hitter again, you know, going back to like the steroid years. And uh, they finally said, uh, let's, you know, make the game a little the way it should be, which is, I mean, not, it's not 1968, but I mean, you know, obviously the batting averages are down, the home runs are down a bit. Um, but I, I like it better that we have, you know, real home run hitters and we have real stars. Not everybody's yeah. going to hit 20 home runs. And, um, you know, other players will have their roles and do their thing. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's positive. We, we won't get into it. I like the fact that they're going to legislate against the shift next year because we got to get that batting average up. That's a debate for another day. But I know a lot of people are much very much against that. But, uh, you know, this has been going on for 15 years when the race started the shift. And, Players just have not been able to adjust. I think I've given up on that. So, and the one thing you one thing you mentioned was the AL MVP, which is interesting. Um, yeah, you know what? I think Otani's probably the favorite because of what he can do going forward. I mean, he's obviously been very good already both ways. Um, but if it was a vote today, um, I think it's right today. Uh, I think it would be Judge or, or Trout, although. You know, yeah. Ward, Ward has been uh, pretty amazing, too. With the, the Angels, they got three MVP candidates right, right now. But I, I think it's probably a, a, at the moment. And I, I agree that, you know, if you look at the big picture, macro, as they say, the year, who's the favorite? Otani's the, probably the favorite. But right now, if you had a vote, I think it's a Trout uh, judge vote. And, um, you know, it's great to see Trout, Trout judge, Arenado, Machado, uh, you know, I think that's the way it should be. It'll be interesting to see if this if this lasts the whole season, how this will affect voters, right? Because there was it, it almost seemed like an obsession with Mike Trout before Otani became a, a you know who he was, and Mike Trout was hurt, and so now you're going to be given the choice again of Otani doing what he does, although he may not reach the same numbers that he got to last year versus. Uh-huh what Mike Trout has done pretty consistently throughout his career when healthy, it'll be interesting. And then you have ju- the whole judge effect in, in New York. So it, it's going to, it's been fun to watch these yeah. guys do their thing. Yeah, I let's, wonder, let's go, go ahead. Yeah. I just wonder if Otani had just a, you know, a very good year, both ways, you know, let's say 30 home runs and, and in the year that he had last year pitching, whether he gets the MVP because he did both really Again. well or, yeah. Yeah, or if somebody hits forty-five homers with a three-twenty average, or whatever Vlad did last year, you know, last year was an obvious thing. Even though some people yelled at me, it should be Vlad. It was pretty obvious. Otani was the MVP. I mean, he hit what did he hit fifty home runs or something while pitching. I mean, that was clear. But it'll be interesting to see if he hits just as a regular, very good year, thirty home runs while pitching like this. If what the vote voters say, because I think that would be a difficult choice. 
All right, let's slide to the American League, John. And, and last week, uh, Cody and I were having this conversation, uh, and we said this uh, next week, who is leading? We said this time next week, who is leading the AL West? And I believe Cody said it would be the Astros, and he was spot on. And the Astros have won 17 of their last 21. Uh, Alvarez is – every time I turn on the TV, he's hitting a home run. Um, this is not all that surprising for the, for the, uh, Astros. I think, I think you've been on the Astros from the very beginning, if I'm not mistaken as well. Yes. I had them in the world series. Right. And then two weeks ago, I was, we, we switched so often, uh, but it's, uh, I'm glad that Cody picked up with the correct prediction there that it would be the Astros. We'll see. I mean, obviously 17 of 21 is pretty good. Their pitching is outstanding. I think they're fourth or fifth in baseball, which is not a surprise at all in pitching. And they have most of those stars. They've lost some good big stars, obviously, we know, with Correa out. They've got Pena now in, who's been really good. They lost yeah. Springer. They really didn't replace him. I know Dusty wanted Marte. A lot of people probably wanted Marte. But, you know, they still have a really good team. So, I mean, I, on paper, on the precedent, it seems like they should be the favorite. I don't, I don't think that's a surprise. Those other teams are interesting, though. I mean, Seattle was a popular pick. I had them go to the playoffs after watching them. I know they won two out of three of the Mets. I'm questioning my my sanity there. We'll see. I've always been a, known as a Mariners detractor. I probably should have stayed that way. Uh, <laughs> we will see. I mean, obviously, uh, Crawford's doing great. Ty France, that's your guy. You picked that out when I – I think he was in grammar school or something. I, I hadn't even heard of him when you started to doubt him. And so good to give you credit there. Um, you know, and I, the Angels, they're the most fun team, too. I always put them on. I got the two TVs working so early. I'll look at the two New York teams since I'm at the New York Post. But late, I, I you know, I used to look at the Padres, the Dodgers, all different teams. The Angels, you know, they've got Otani. They've got Trout. They've got this Ward guy doing fantastic um, you know, they are a fun, fun team. I don't know if they're going to make it. Uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, I still think the Astros win that division, but, uh, the angels are a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. No, the angels, the angels have become very exciting and they're getting pitching. I, I will it last. I think we'll have to wait and see, but certainly, uh, they've been it to me, one of the most exciting teams in baseball to watch, uh, and, and watch on TV. Uh, the AL East, we talked a little bit about Aaron judge, but, the Yankees as a whole are, are look well. They look pretty solid right now. And um, Judge is healthy. Stanton's healthy. Rizzo's doing his thing. Um, I, I, we thought this division would have been was going to be what the NL West is. But this division might be over before it even gets started if Toronto doesn't really kind of pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of shocking. I mean, I, I thought Toronto was the favorite in that division. I thought they'd win that division yeah, yeah. easily. We we had Aaron Boone on right before the season on a hot stove, and I, I basically said to him, look, you're managing a third-place team. And uh, later I did apologize for that because it was a, probably a rude thing to say, not only wrong, but probably <laughs> not the right thing to say. And, um, you know, I, they're a lot better than I thought. He He liked them. I, you know, he's always positive about everything, so it's hard to tell. Uh, publicly, he'll not, he's not going to say anything negative, and that's probably the way to be if you're the manager. But I think so. I, I, I think he, he believed that, you know, Severino coming back from the injury, he saw something more in Cortez than we thought at this he's moment. He's great, he's probably, Cortez. 
I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be him or Verlander for the Cy Young. That's going to be quite a race at this moment. But obviously, it's early and a long way to go. I mean, what was he, a 36th rounder? I wrote about him. I can't even, it was so far. They was picked like a thousand something. Give him credit. I think his determination was yeah. one of the factors. You know, I, I basically asked him, what would you, you know, what were your other plans when you had that 15 ERA, when you had a cup of coffee and you go cut by Baltimore, you get cut by the Orioles. I mean, I would have just given up if I'm cut by the Orioles. He's like, I, I had no other plans. It's the only thing I can do. I have, no, I have nothing else I can do. I think he was determined to make it work, and he Good give him, him credit. He's done it. So, yeah. uh, you know, they've got he, he liked Cortez better. He liked Seve coming back from the injury. I was a little worried about Seve and, and Tyon with an injury history. Good, very good pitcher when healthy, and you know they've had health. They've really uh, they've kept their guys healthy this year, and that's that's been a key. And Stanton too. I mean, once if if he's healthy enough to play the field, he's going to hit. I mean, obviously yeah. a terrific yeah. talent. Um, you're right. Rizzo's done great too. And even Gallo is starting to pick it up now. I think yeah. New York was an adjustment. Maybe he's adjusting, you know, I mean, he, sh- he should be a decent player. I'm, I'm not going to say he's, you know, the end all and be all that some of the new analytics guys think that he is. Uh, but he should be a good player. Uh, certainly not the player that we've seen for the first half year in New York. So, um, and look, Toronto's got a negative run differential. Nice Boston has completely flopped. Uh, you know, I had them as a playoff team. It, they, their pitching is a mess. A, a scout told me, you know, if they don't get their bullpen together, uh, forget about it. And uh, he thinks they're going to be a seller. Wow. No one would have guessed that they would be a seller coming in. And that immediately makes me think of Bogarts uh, for, for the Red Sox, who doesn't have a new contract yet. And it Last time I checked, they had stopped discussing contract talk. So uh, we'll see how that one shakes out. AL Central up for grabs. Twins leading the way right now. Byron Buxton continues to have a good year. The the Twins, I mean, this team quietly has uh, taken that division as the White Sox are trying to get their health in order. uh, And they haven't quite been right yet. It it, it seems like it's up for grabs. Cleveland hasn't been bad either. No, Cleveland can hit. I can't believe it. Uh, they're the only team in the American League hitting over 250. And, yeah. um, you know, they're seventh in OPS in all of baseball out of 30. I mean, we all thought it was just Jose Ramirez, but, I mean, Owen Miller's doing a nice job. Andres Jimenez, I mean, he, he was one of two shortstops they got for Lindor. He's out, he's outplayed Lindor. They can hit. They can other. hit. They can hit Apparently. up and down that lineup. Yeah. yeah, and it's really the pitching that hasn't been what we thought. Bieber has not been what he had been. Obviously, he was a Cy Young winner, but you expect him to at least be a very good starter. Um, yeah, we thought it would be more pitching for the Indians. The White Sox, to me, though, they're, they're a surprise. I mean, obviously, they've had a lot of guys get hurt. That's a killer when you lose Lynn. They lost Giolito a couple times already. Um, you know, they've had Mancata out. You've had Robert out. Jimenez is out. Um, it's been rough, but they have not performed either. I mean, Hendricks is, I mean, you, going in, you look at Hendricks and Hayter as the two best reliever in baseball. I mean, Hayter has been lights out. Hendricks has really gotten blown up a few times. I don't expect that to continue, but you've had that go on. And also in terms of um, their hitting, they're basically getting a good year out of Anderson, Moncada, and Vaughn. Everybody else is not hitting, even Abreu. And Grandal yeah. not hitting, and um, you know they—they're. I'm—I'm I'm worried about them. I really am. 
Um, we'll see on the Twins. They, uh, you're right about Buxton. I mean, what a terrific talent. When he's on the field, such a difference. Yeah, there's there's no question. When he's healthy, man, there uh, there may not be a more explosive baseball player going right now uh, in, in Major League Baseball. I, I got to circle back to the National League West. I somehow skipped them. Uh, Padres, that's your, Dodgers. That's that is right. It's my division. I, I think I got so sidetracked talking about Manny MVP in May. I, I lost my way there. But National League West, Dodgers, Padres setting the pace. They're tied atop uh, the division. Giants there behind. Uh, the Diamondbacks then in fourth. Rockies in last. All above 500 right now. Uh, Padres just had a terrific series. They could have very well have swept the Braves if they didn't. Uh, give up four in the eighth uh, of 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 the game before uh, yes yesterday on Saturday, uh, but they come back and win a, a tough start with Kyle Wright had it going yesterday. They have played as good a baseball as anybody in Major League Baseball without Fernando Tatis Jr. and it starts with their starting pitching. Uh, the Dodgers also playing you know Dodger baseball, although uh, just lost three or four to the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, you're absolutely right about the Padres. I mean, you know the Padres. I, I'd almost forgotten about Tatis. They're playing so well. And I, I call know, your, right? <laughs> call them your Padres. I'm going to call them our Padres now since I had them in the playoffs in a very tough league. I mean, I think the National League is eight deep. So I think actually just getting into the playoffs is very difficult in the National League. I had to leave out the Giants and the Phillies, which I wasn't happy about. I think those are good teams. American League, I, I happily left out uh, nine out of the 15 teams. But, uh, you know, I think San Diego's got – among the best pitching in baseball, they're probably the deepest. You know, AJ's yeah. always acquiring somebody. You know, even when they were, we thought they were the deepest, here comes Manaya. So, I mean, you know, <clears throat> he's done a good job at this point. They look very, very good. I mean, the Dodgers are still the favorite, but to me, the Rockies are a surprise. And the boy, the Diamondbacks, what a huge surprise Man. they are. They came in here, they had one guy batting over 200 when they were in New York. And that was Seth Beer. And then he went on like an 0 for 30 streak after that. And they're managing to win. And, I mean, I think the hiring of Brent Strom, I mean, the guy must be a magician or something because their starting pitching is completely turned around. Um, even Bumgarner, not, I shouldn't say even because obviously he was a great pitcher with the Giants. But, I mean, normally you don't go uptick in your velocity at this stage in your career. Uh, so he's had a turnaround. Zach Davies, who was not at all good last year he's doing well and and gallon i mean gallon is one of the best pitchers in baseball right now people thought he had that ace potential but i mean this kid was already traded twice so yeah um, they figured something out or he's i should give him the credit he's figured something out and their pitching looks actually very very good i mean that division's going to be tough though so i mean they're not going to contend but uh, let's give them credit. They, to me, that that's the biggest surprise, more than the Angels, because the Angels, to me, you know, you, if you got Trout and you got Tani and they're healthy, uh, you know, there's obviously a big potential there. All right, John, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Big Time Baseball. I'm Tony Gwynn Jr. He's John Heyman. We'll catch you next week.